So are we, are we going? Yeah. Oh, all right. Just let y'all know it is 315. Three what? 315. 315. All right. So, uh, Cully Templeton. Yes. Welcome back. Hey, man. It's good to be back. It is. Isn't it good to be back? Yeah, I like it in here. Not much has changed, it's I think. It's fun. We moved the... The we orange robot that. was fun for a while, but we decided he needed to go to the background. You need that uh, quote. Remember, you were going to oh, the yeah. American dream, but you're going to have it in, like, the way I saw it, in, like, a piece of steel that's been cut out with like a the, laser. Like the, yeah, yeah, like like the, the head studio sign? Water or the one, The one that's on the beam. website right there. Uh, it's not a dream. It's a, it's a little long. It is a little long. Hey, Trev, can you put that there up? There might be some dot, dot, dots hey, Trev, in there. pull that up. You got the, there we go. It's not a dream of motor cars and high wages merely. Yeah, it's a little bit long, but... I don't know. We could we could maybe get that. What about like a nice needle point or something like that? You know, you do like, like don't you? Yeah, I don't know. How somebody's you got a it. grandma who could do that on a needle point. It is a little long, but I, I do like should, it. I think we should just do the "it's not a dream" part, so because then that like gets people's attention. Yeah, just it's not a yeah. dream. There you go. It's not because that up on the. Yeah, but then the, it's it's because they don't know the rest of the quote. Yeah. Right. So then it kind of seems like. Anti-American fur. Or each week we could just put up a different part of the quote. You know, have different yeah. cards. The thing I think that's really funny about this is um, this. This is lost. Maybe you know, if, unless you read the book. Um, and and you know, traditionally, book when they publish a book, I don't know if this is the case anymore. But historically, even when they would do a reprinting or a new edition, the the pages were the same. Like it, like whatever was on page one hundred is still on page one hundred. And so, so the, this this edition that I have um, uh, is is the same as I, I guess this is it's a thirty two printing. The book was published in thirty one, but it's it's laid out the same way. And this quote about it's not a dream of motor cars and high wages, et cetera, et cetera, but where everybody can be recognized for the full whatever it's like. It's on page four hundred four. Okay. <laughs> So in the internet age, 404 is like it's uh, not. I'm with you. you get it? Yes. Like, like it's on. I'm, I'm there. It's I got there. it's literally on page 404. That's pretty funny. Not found. Page 404. Yeah, not found. Not, not found. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't going there, but I got there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's pretty funny. But we're not going to talk about that today. So here's what I want to talk about today. What did, last time what were, when you were here, we were talking about are we getting dumber, right? Yeah. I think, and I tried. I was telling you about how I tried to promote that episode but youtube the goo the youtube advertising we were too out there michael yeah. in our conversation so we have to be we have to be YouTube. careful this time yeah. because if we want to promote it you know we can't hurt anybody's feelings yeah all right well, mm. i'll give it i'll give it my best effort yeah we'll see how we do but um where does where's my okay so i sent you a few days ago i sent you this uh, uh george carlin video mm -hmm. now i have to say I'm a Carlin fan. I, I don't necessarily, I'm not, I'm not saying I agree with him philosophically and everything, Yeah. but he had some interesting ways of looking at things. Like he, he had does. some interesting observations. And, uh, and in particular, um, and the video I sent you and there was another one that I didn't send you, but there's a piece of another one. There's a piece of the one I sent you and a piece of another one. Where he talks about politics and voting and things like this. Um, and uh, we're not going to play the video because um, 
he's a little coarse. <laughs> I mean, we're not fussy on this show, but yeah. like we try to be a little, some oh, semblance of right. Also, yeah. I don't want to just you too. I don't want to hijack somebody it. else's yeah. content. But um, but what I did, I did do a very lightweight kind of transcription. All right. Of what he, not by lightweight, I mean I didn't. Uh, it's not the whole thing, but these are the exact words. And so he says. He makes a point in here. He makes a couple of points in here that I thought, you know, I kind of get that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when it comes to like, does it really matter what we do? And um, so let's just start with this. Uh, he says, uh, he says, everybody <clears throat> complains about politicians. They suck. Now, I like this. So where do you think they come from? These politicians that suck. They come from American parents, American families, American homes, American schools, American churches. It's much better when he does this because he has that kind of way of singing and talking at the same time. Yeah. Uh, American businesses, American universities, and they're elected by American citizens. This is the best we can do. So his point is, if you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to have selfish, ignorant leaders. So there's that part. I think it's uh, pretty profound, actually. I mean, I, I, I did like the bit, and uh, this this piece here, I was like, I could not agree with you more. <laughs> so, it, I mean, it's true, right? Now, he also goes on to say that, uh, well, okay, there's another part. So, um, so there's that part. So let's let's so the part about these because because there's this thing about we elect these politicians and they're supposed to go do good things. And then we complain because they suck, right? So uh, then there's the next part. Uh, Trev, can you scroll it down a little bit? And this part I think is interesting. Uh, so he says, I've solved this little political dilemma for myself. On election day, I stay home. I don't vote. Which, of course, you know, we're supposed to vote. Everybody's supposed to vote. We wear mm-hmm, little stickers. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm the first person to say you're supposed to vote. But this is an interesting point of view. He says, uh, because it's meaningless, the country was bought and paid for a long time ago by the owners of the country, the real owners, the big wealthy. So really what he goes on to say here is the, the, the big corporations and the special interests that actually control everything, and they have the politicians and everybody else in their pocket. He says, forget the, this is an interesting statement. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice, but you don't, which would suggest that it's all a bunch of theater. Mm-hmm. You have owners, they own you, they own everything, they own the land, they control the corporations, bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls, judges in their back pockets, and they own all the big media companies, so they control all the information that you hear. Is there anything after that, Trev? Is that the end of it? Oh, and they spend billions of year, dollars every year lobbying to get what they want. Um, so, I wish I was on the other side of a lobbyist. You know, I mean, it seems like the lobby always has a lot of money, a lot of fun. They do. That they're pushing to yeah. you. And I enjoy good parties. I enjoy good parties. They have good parties, the lobby. <laughs> Actually, I know a couple of people that work for, for, for lobbying groups. And um, I don't think they're all as glamorous as the ones that we hear about. But uh, hmm. um, so. There's a lot here. Yeah. There's a lot so here, So let's Michael. break this down. Let's because do because I, I, feel, I think that I can't... I can't say that I am unsympathetic to this, and there have been certainly been times when I've woken up on election day and thought, you know, what is my vote really going to do? 
and not, you know, so if you Google why should I vote or why does my vote matter, you'll get all the platitudes about why we should vote and every vote counts and this is what democracy's made. And, and we know, but like, forget about all that. This is saying if the system that you think that is like, if the system really isn't the system, then you're just, I, I don't know. What do you think? How does it strike you? Uh, I, I do agree with a lot of it. Certainly the, um, you know, ignorant voters, you're going to get ignorant politicians. I get where he's coming from on that for sure. I do think I've thought some, I've spent some time on this one, Michael, since you uh, sent oh yeah? the okay. thing. That's good. That's why I've prepped you. Yeah. And I do believe that your perspective might change on your political outlook if depending upon how involved you were, where you were at, et cetera. But I don't know. I keep coming to this thought that I think there is an inflection point of visibility maybe where, yes, if I got involved in my HOA board, I could probably have good visibility and see exactly yeah. what's going on. State level, probably not as much. Fed, forget about it. it's way too way too big, way too muddy, and your impact is so minimal it doesn't do shit anyway. Right. Um, if they, you even have an impact, if yeah. the people at that level. So maybe like um, HOA, your mud district, your uh, maybe the school county. boards, county. county. Maybe. Not Harris maybe County. Not Harris. Not Harris County. You got old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fred. Don't say Dora. Fred. <laughs> um, but so this is a good point, which I've said a lot of times, which is, well, so if you, there's a lot more that can be done. The government can do the most good. So the, so the government, right, whatever mm -hmm. level the government you're talking about, can do the most good at the lowest level and the least good at the highest level. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why originally the country was kind of put together such that, you know, the states were had most of the doing yep. and the federal government was smaller. And we've kind of inverted that over yes. the years. And we've and why and we've, not? And we've transferred why the most not? power to the level. <laughs> I mean, that those the guys, least good. those people at the top, they like to have fun, too. So yeah. and let's buddy power send all the money. Up send there. It all up. Yeah, <laughs> let's make it bigger. Yeah. Um, so that's a That's a topic for a different podcast. But but the point is that um, you uh, if we're going to get involved and try to do something, we're going to try to vote and make it matter and whatever else. We stand, like you said, we stand a much better chance at the at the lower levels. Mm -hmm. Like then, but ironically, most people when they think about voting, like the most people that vote vote for president, right? Yep. And then, like, how many people actually vote? And there's less. There's fewer people that vote in their local elections, and but everybody votes for president. Have you found, this may be a little bit off topic, but just going along the lines of ignorant voters and ignorant politicians, have you ever spent any time trying to find information on those that are maybe running for county commissioner or some seat that you have really don't know much about? Hell, even like the Texas Railroad Commission, something along those. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of power. Yeah. A lot of power. Uh-huh trying to find information on who these individuals are, where they stand, what they've been doing is not easy. I mean, it's really not. So 
I'm bouncing a little around, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Is it, I, I, I mean, haven't found any decent site other than they ask three questions and they're like, yep, yeah, no, I, I go to church a couple times a year. You know, I believe in corporal punishment. It's always some BS yeah. coding. Anyway. Well, um, yeah, I guess you'd have to go to like each one of their websites. So you're saying there's nowhere that really aggregates that information. I don't think there is. It, yeah, I mean, my website, if I'm running for something, it's going to answer it in all the best PR, sell slicky bullshit. Yeah, Nobody, I don't yeah, believe yeah. any of it. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a good point. So how do you know? What um, sort of positions were these you're talking about? Like, uh, I would say even Texas Railroad Commission or Judge of Precinct 32. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. three names of or people. Even like and they've the, got all three representatives. You've got the Republican, the Democrat, and the Independent. The county the judges. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, I don't know. However, it brings up a point, which is... I mean, there's like voter... Sorry, I'm going to yell in Mike. There's, you know, the the voter inform site. But, it. Um, but, anyway. it, but that brings up another another aspect of this, which is in a two-party system where each party, where everybody who's a member of each party always, almost always, sides with their party on everything. Mm -hmm. You got your couple exceptions out there like Joe Manchin and people who who buck their party, but it's very infrequent, even at the local levels. Yes. So I had this conversation with somebody during the last election, I think it was during the midterms, and she said, she said, oh, well, I never vote a straight ticket because, um, you know, because that's just stupid. You should, you should research each of the candidates and vote for the one that you think best represents your interests. So even if you're primarily a Democrat or you're really a Republican, you shouldn't vote a straight ticket, which is the conventional wisdom. But I said, but wait a second, because the system doesn't work that way. One party or the other is in control. So the only thing that you can do when you vote is vote for whichever side you like, you, you want to have the control. Mm -hmm. Right? There's no, because nobody, nobody ever does anything, uh, no, nobody ever acts out of line with their party. Very rarely, very rarely, right? So, so splitting up your votes to the candidates that you think are most in line with your point of view doesn't really do anything because one party or the other is in control. So, that, so you're really not voting for candidates. You're voting for a party. Yeah. That's really what you're doing. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, no, I, I agree with what you're saying. I do think the straight, the straight party or straight ballot vote I mean, it, it does have some consequences as well. I mean, because that's how you get 28-year-old county judges yeah. in place of the lar second largest, third largest county in the country. You know, that's <laughs> fair, fair. Okay, yeah, there, yeah. that's why we don't have a straight ticket in That's Texas my anymore. guess. So um, I'm thinking that was the straw. <laughs> that might have been it. So, so... All right, so let's so let's back up. Let's go back to our um, actually. Uh, hey, uh, Trev, can you pull up that uh, put up the Mark Twain thing? But it's kind of it's kind of scary a little bit when you think about that, Michael. When you it is that's exactly what it is, and it's getting less and less, and it's boiling down to two parties. And 
it really doesn't matter at the end of the day who they bubble up to the top that they think will get the most votes. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's those parties that you're voting. This was, Now, I found out from Snopes that Mark Twain didn't really say this. Uh-huh. But he gets, a, he gets a lot of things attributed to him. Him and Einstein. Yeah. People, there's a lot of things that they said That's that they didn't fact. really say. But... But it sounds like something Mark Twain would say, and somebody like, said it. I like so it. if voting meant any difference, they wouldn't let us do it. That kind of sums up what we're saying right yes. here, right? Which is, you know. Does I, it make difference, though, over time? Can you, I mean, it's a big ship. I'm assuming we're, for the most part, talking about, you know, Fed-level type voting. It could be at any level, but... Don't you think over time, isn't there a little bit of hope there? <laughs> there could be the slightest, slightest bit of correction. Well, then you come made. back to Carlin's point about the, the stupid people. Uh, actually, there's something. Um, there's a. I was reading a, uh, an article. These guys from the Brookings Institution, uh, the title of which was like "Voting Makes Us Stupid," and um, not makes us stupid as individuals, but makes us stupid collectively uh and they actually do a really nice job of breaking down the reason why direct democracy voting really isn't effective because most people are as we've talked about they're not well informed um and um and they have a bias. Everybody has a, a built-in bias, and like there's there's all these reasons why, if you just if you actually just let the will of the people decide important policy issues, that you'd probably have a mess. Mm-hmm. And so what you need, they argue, is what you actually need is a more institutionalized approach that says the reason why we have a representative democracy is because we're supposed to put people out there who are smart enough and know how to work through these things without bias and can make good decisions about, you know, what's going to work. Like, that's the idea. Does that, (laughs) but. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm trying to think through the, what would they do differently? I agree. And there's also a story that, that sounds very similar to where they've kind of played that out where if, the will of the people, the uninformed, the level of the uninformed of those people, like what it ultimately would look like. I don't remember if it was a little short story or a short film that I saw, but it kind of plays to that. Um, but that's where I was going in my mind as you were talking. I don't know what you would do really differently, though. How you could, in today's world, like how would you change that with the noise, the level of noise that we as the voter would hear? And I'm still kind of on the, you know, uninformed, ignorant people, good ignorant politicians. We've all come out of the same muck. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Trev, you got anything? Well, <laughs> so. Talk to Trevor. The, the whole idea, well, okay, the, the main point that comes to my mind when talking about oh should you vote should you not vote there's two things one is who you you talk about not voting who 
wouldn't want you to vote. Ah, that's a good point. So, so if I do I vote, who am I supporting like, by voting? By mm-hmm. my, like my, my uh, suspicious re- suspicion receptors go off and say, okay, who's telling me that voting is not important? Yeah. So, and I, th- I think the other point is that uh, people, they argue about, oh, does your vote matter? Does it not matter? Well, okay, no, your vote doesn't matter. It, it doesn't have a significant impact. Your vote. Everyone's vote does have an impact, whether that is on an actual election result, which the trend lately has been counter to that. Oh, careful, careful. We want to promote this. I know, I know, I know. Easy, <laughs> easy. Um, but it also, and I think this is the, the biggest... Um, uh, the biggest uh, effect of this is that it's a, a cultural level thing. So, okay, you say, oh, I don't vote because it doesn't matter. Okay, do you want more? Would you want everyone to be like you? Are you, are you acting in a manner that you want to see more people like? Well, if everybody or a lot of people took that approach and just quit voting and just kind of submit to whatever happens, then whatever happens, happens. Yeah. What if we all stayed home? What if nobody voted? Well, that's, that's my point, is that... Because, <laughs> I mean, that... Well, the people who didn't want you to vote, now it's a lot easier. All right, easier. so let's break down what he just said. So, the first, so there's a couple interesting points. The first one is... who Trevor has spidey sense. Yeah. That's one. So who, <laughs> who, uh, who would want us to not vote? The people you wouldn't vote for. Okay, well, hang on, because, but if the point is, if the point is, well, actually, I see you end up going to circles on this. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, l- let me put it this way instead: not voting, actively not voting, removes yourself from the system. Yeah. Wouldn't. But there are people who are though? trying to run that sy- does system. The, does the system really operate as a result of voting? Or does the system operate the way it's decided to operate? And the voting thing is just to make us feel like we have a part in it. Well, no, it clearly does have. I'm not an saying. I'm not so saying. I'm not saying that a, the, so I'm not saying the results a, are hijacked. I'm not saying a system effect. But again, it's the cultural effect of you see all these. Uh, all these arguments in the news, you see riots happening about that, that, that are very closely related to the subject of voting. So, you know, I'm, we have to be even careful about talking about voting. So, like, if we just all <laughs> pretend like voting didn't, yeah, yeah, wasn't real, and we just went completely maybe it's not real. tyrannical. No, no, okay. I think okay. it is. But I think what, it is. Okay. Maybe. I think you can move the needle. I'm just thinking through this as he's well, talking. Let me, and the cultural thing is, again, what Carlin talks about is on yeah. uh, the personal level. Because it, we don't, because it's not your vote that matters. It's the fact that we're all doing something attitude. together. I mean, yeah. wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be easier for them if we all just quit talking about voting? That's if true. If we all pretended like we didn't exist. But, okay, all of that notwithstanding, and in fact, there's a, 
there's an American Psychology Association article about this psychologically why do people vote? It has nothing to do with politics, but because kind of what you're saying is like we have this sort of built into our identity, like yes. this is what we do and this is who we are. Yes. Um, however, if the fact of the matter is that no matter who you vote for, because and this is this goes back to Carlin's point. It doesn't matter whether the Republicans win, whether the Democrats win, whether your guy wins, whether my guy wins, whatever. In the end, the government is going to do what the real owners want them to do. The special interests, the big money, like what they're going to do. It might look different on the surface and they may argue about shit all day long. But what comes out at the end is always going to follow whatever the big money corporate special interests want to happen. And I don't want to get into things about pharmaceuticals because that'll get us thrown off. And I don't want to get into it, right? But, but you know, but, <laughs> but, but if that's the case, if the government and, and, I, and, and whether this happens at local levels or at federal levels, if ultimately it doesn't matter which party wins, it doesn't matter which candidate wins, they're going to do the same, they're going to do what the owners want, then, then, Voting, so is I think just something that makes I, I think us it feel depends good. on at what level that end is that you're, you're referring to. So, well, is it really true that that's what happens? Is it really well, true? No, no, that, no, well, no, no. There's, I think, there's levels to it. There's, okay, here in America, let's say, yeah, at the end, eventually, at some point, to some level of people whose names we don't know, they're controlling things and they get some output. However, we can still live our lives freely to an extent whereas you take other countries we'll use historical examples uh you know soviet russia mm. where they weren't they still had the control and they still controlled the output but they were much that's a good point the freedom for the people were on a much more restricted level so living in a controlled environment where you don't get to do what you want and living in a controlled environment where you do get to do what you want i mean the second well, one's better and it's all yeah. about <laughs> it's all about adjusting understand it, yeah. it's all about adjusting the distance between our freedom and the determined are they able to extract what they want from us without and by the way i don't want to cross over into the like elite control of the world thing because i mean that we're I close do, i do love that topic we're but, close but we're i'm just we're right I'm just, on the fringe i'm just sticking with the the idea that it's 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 the big money, it's the big corporations, it's the big industry, it's the special interest group, it's the lobbyists, right? So I think there are certain truths to that, but I don't, I don't think it's that black and white as most things aren't. I mean, just like, as I'm thinking through this, as you look at what happened in this last election that, that for the presidency, Trump, Biden. Yeah. I know many people, family, et cetera, that voted one particular way only, only because they hated the other one so much. And you can probably guess how they voted on that. But at the end of the day, Biden's administration's in. I just don't feel that the outputs of the Biden administration right now, if there's this machine in the background, is the same as what you would have if Trump okay. were in there. Fair point. So I think the outputs would change and based on the vote of who is who's in the office. So I do think there's it there is a change that can take place. I don't know how much we can influence it though. It's a good point because even at a local level we saw when the when the local Harris County leadership changed. 
there was definitely there was a change in the way business was being done. Yes. Now, like all those, they're not the it same also friends. Right aren't in the middle of COVID and everything else, yeah. so it's hard to like compare. My allegiance is over here is with Roy. He's I've been giving him the back. You know, he's got side deals. I've made side deals with it. Now Roy's gone. Right. And I don't care for the new judge. Yeah. Or whomever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. So, it, but it's, it's a good point. I um, do think there's still an aspect. I think the truth of the big, the big corporations, the big pharma, the lobbyists, special interest groups, they're still marching towards the same goal, but the way that they have to navigate the new administration will change. So the output is different depending on who's... For some period of time, yeah. I'm not sure about with Congress because they just never can get out of their own way to really do yeah. anything, which is kind of okay. Yep. Um, that one seems like the biggest stagnation, inflation, whatever you want to call it. Like it just sits there. I mean, it, does, it the moves are so small one way or the other. It, like, is it going to be this way forever? Is anything ever going to get done there? Yeah, I, I don't think... Um, I mean, yeah, they just they just argue and fight. I mean, and then eventually they figure out... I mean, I, I think that... I feel like Congress spends most of the time... Most of the time is spent either trying to figure out what to do about, like, the next budget decision or trying to figure out what to do about the next debt ceiling problem. Like, like... Half, probably half their time is devoted to those to those to those two topics. I'd be interested to know really what they do, especially the more vocal ones, because right, I feel like that's really what they're focused on. Is it's kind of it's similar to the person that they'll ask you a question and they're not listening to your answer; they're just thinking about what's my next question. That's yeah. how I see a lot of the mouthpieces. Yeah, and on both sides, really, it's I don't ever see anything getting done other than. Here's another tweet about something yeah. that they're upset about. A lot of tweets. A lot of tweets. <laughs> so, all right. So, what did we, so what are, what are we settled to? Where are we at? We're, um, so, it does perhaps make a difference. Like, the system's not completely rigged. Yeah, I don't think so because there's no way you can go to that. There's no way you can go to the it's completely rigged and not venture off into the the Illuminati and there's, you know, there's 12 people that own the world and they make all the, is uh, it, how is it 12 Trev? How many is it? I don't know how many it is. I was throwing a number out. Yeah. 13. It's, thir it's is gotta it be 13. It's gotta be 13. Oh, yeah. It's either. That makes sense. Actually. Either, uh, there's only one ultimate judge though. Just let, just, you <laughs> know, time is, your time is coming. We did it. We did a, I don't know if you've seen it, but we did a backyard, a back porch conspiracy edition episode. I did not yeah, see that. Yeah. That does sound good. Yeah. Didn't, and y'all got into... We did Illuminati. it on our back porch. Yeah. But y'all delve into the Illuminati? Well, we, no, we, we did... Uh, New we, World Order. New World Order. Uh, uh, that's fortunately, real. So the fun part is that, is that YouTube added context, had a context block below our video that includes the Wikipedia definition of New World Order just so that people don't get confused. It's the same Wikipedia definition that I read out loud on the show. They added it in a block. Oh, so it's good nice that YouTube, YouTube's watching out for you to make sure that you don't get duped by anybody. Good. He's trying to, it's good, it's good. That so, is good to know. So uh, I don't like being duped. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Nobody likes being duped. Um, Thank you, YouTube. So got my back. All right, so let's <laughs> well, let's let's all right, so let's uh, go back to. Do you um, mind putting the quilt back up? Because there was some other goodness uh, there. The, at the oh, the Carlin, the Carlin, like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Okay. So we, I feel like we've hammered this politician thing pretty good, but in my mind, wait the. Well, no, we're down here. We're down there in the bottom. We hit the bottom part. What we we didn't really hit was the The, problem of how do we produce the sort of people that are going to go do the right thing. Because this happens all the time, right? Politicians campaign, even local politicians, they campaign. And, um, in fact, uh, Wes Verdell was on the show, and he was a a Texas congressional candidate. And he said – you know, I, we saw it all the time where some somebody either from the state legislature or, or, a, or, a, or a congressman would come back home. This is part of what made him get in, try to get into politics. He said, you know, they'd, they'd be at the local event in the rally and they're talking about all the things they're going to do and what they're going to represent and the causes they're, that they're going to support. And then they go off to Washington, to Austin or to Washington or wherever they're going to go. And they don't act that way. They do something different. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it happens all the time. So what's the point? So you're kind of damned if you, if you do and damned if you don't. So we can't just have people directly involved in the decision making because people don't because the average citizen doesn't really know, nor should they know. Yeah. Right. It, it ought to be left to the experts. But if the experts say one thing and do something else. So what the hell's the what, what, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So two things come to mind there I just heard here recently. It's kind of, it, it falls in the line or what pops my mind is, you know, the only way you'll ever understand, it's a little kind of a saying, but the only way you'd ever understand a manager's decision is you need to be put in manager's decision. And True. then all of a sudden, it, like, why the hell did they do that? You know, the, I have been the there employ- on both sides yeah. of that, right? Yeah. The employee is always smarter than the manager until they get to be a manager. And then it's they're like, like oh, okay, oh, now I understand this why. Is, yeah, this is hard, yeah. So another one the other day I was listening to the radio, to your point, Dan Patrick, and they're talking about the number of sessions that they are so limited with a state the size of texas the argument was why would we only do this every two years why wouldn't we do this more often so we can get some things actually through well they've quoted dan patrick in like 2010 and he's banging his fists and you know waving his arms about we need to have more sessions we need to fix this and the reason that they only have it every two years is because in the 1800s, when the state was first formed, it was a lot of work for the people to get to, to Austin travel, right. to travel. Right. So they only wanted to make it every two years. Not the case anymore, as we all know. But lo and behold, here's Dan Patrick. He's waving his arms. 2010. He's like, we got to do something about it. Now that he's in charge, yeah, we're not doing it anymore. You are not doing. <laughs> we're not two, doing it anymore. Yeah. Once every two years, once is every more two years, than more than enough. And it's interesting to your point. We're like, well, hell. And is is what he's doing, is it wrong? I don't know. Has he gotten to that position where he's like, well, I was pretty uninformed when I was yelling and banging on my desk back here. But now that I'm in the position, maybe I see things a little differently. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I don't know if Dan Patrick's worth a damn or not. I'm just simply saying, like, there's an example that I've heard of someone that was saying one thing, they got to the position, right. and they're doing the opposite of what they were uh, originally yelling about. Right. So for those not from Texas, Dan Patrick is the lieutenant governor, which 
is a significant yes. role yes. in Texas. And in fact, I forgot that this show is not, it's not only, to, yeah, it's, this goes well, all over. It's, it's intergalactic, <laughs> it's like, intergalactic. Yes. Um, I forgot about that. Now that the aliens, now that it's, now that we know that the aliens are here, yeah. they're all, I mean. Do we know? Yeah, we know. Oh, Where are we from? Where are they at? I'm trying to get this guy on the show, uh, who, uh, Stanford, uh, this, uh, this guy from Stanford who, uh, was recent, but he's really hard to get right now. He told me that he had to hire somebody just to try to schedule all his because he was. Uh, it was an article in Popular Mechanics. He's been looking at people's. He's been brought in to study people's brains who have supposedly had these like encounters with you know otherworldly oh, encounters, and he's like, he's like something's definitely going on with interesting. Brains. Anyway, he did send me a nice letter that I'm pretty sure was ChatGPT written but uh but um, somebody's got to type that in the chat somebody's got to do it doesn't that, yeah. just think for you yeah so um <laughs> uh so an interesting thing about texas is that the i don't know how many i don't think there's very many other states that are like this the governor and the lieutenant governor do not like run on a ticket together you could actually have mm-hmm. a, one be a Republican and the other be a Democrat. They, they get elected independently. Talk about stalemate, like nothing getting done. Nothing would ever get done. <laughs> no. so, um, um, so how do we, uh, yeah, so Carlin says, you know, the public, actually, I, I cut out some of the parts. He has some pretty, he has some pretty coarse things to say about mm-hmm. the public. In this segment of yes. his of his of his, I bit. do recall. Um, and uh, you know, but but the point is, yeah. Where how do we get? Uh, how, how do we send? If we're going to send people to our state capitals and, and to Washington and even to our local, you know, state house or or, or county houses or whatever, how do we get people that you know will do what they will say. actually do? What they say, and well, but you made a good point. That whole manager thing, maybe. That's what I do, Michael. I try to make good make points, points when I'm on the show. I mean, it's possible. It's possible that this is a little bit, you know, and justify the means. But is it possible that I need to say these things to the people because? Mm. That's what they want to hear, and then they're going to elect me. And now, still acting in their best interest, mm-hmm. I'm going to do something different because me, I, together with the other experts, know that we can't really do that. So we're going to do this instead. And I know that people are going to be pissed at me, but ultimately this is for their own good. You would want to hope that that's majority of the time i mean is that the motivation you think maybe but there is some it really comes back to in my mind when i hear that is are they all corrupt is everybody corrupt corrupt or is is it it just it's just kind of how you have to do it man it's how you have to get it done the game within the game i don't know I i don't either i want to know how you get in it how do you get elevated how do you go from marching about something that you're passionate about maybe you're not passionate about it i don't know maybe you're just like you know this one needs needs something how do you go from that to being an elected official it it seems to seems to me a pretty good jump well i mean have you had anybody on the show that's been an elected official uh, kind of how they 
Ryan Stinton. How oh, they no, came had, about, how I, they get their name. How did you even get your voice up to the, you know, your name high enough where people are like, oh, damn, Roy, he's. Well, nowadays, I think it's easier because you got social things. media and stuff. You know, I don't know how you did it before. I mean, you had to get backers and you had, yeah. to, you had to buy ads and you had to, you had to go around and do a lot of. Um, I think now with social media, it's probably a little easier because you can, it gives you more of a voice. Yeah. Uh, but Ryan, I had Ryan, well, Ryan Stitton, who was the Texas Railroad Commissioner, not on this show. I need to get him on this show. I had him on the, the Oil and Gas Tech podcast because he also owns a, owns a technology known. company. And, and, uh, and so he had that. But um, You had it on your ONG Innovation. Yeah. Formo, the, formally the formerly known, known yeah, yeah. Oilfield. <laughs> Of it ingenuity. So, all right. So, what have we determined here? Because I know you gotta. We probably gotta wrap up. You gotta. You gotta. A few minutes. I do have a few uh, minutes. So we've determined that um, it makes sense to vote anyway. I do agree. Uh, we didn't hit on that, or I didn't say it. I should say that when I originally watched the clip that you sent, I didn't agree. I don't agree with the state home. No, I get that it's part of his bit, and it's funnier to go yeah, yeah, yeah. at it from that angle. <laughs> I get that. Well, there's, there's no that political I, genius. This is just a very good comedian. There's another part that I left out. The part I left out of this, because it wasn't really relevant, I left out of the transcription, was where he says, also, I don't vote because, you know the old thing about how if you don't vote, then you can't complain? Mm-hmm. And he flips that around and says, no, no, no. What's more logical is... If you vote, you can't complain because you're the one who elected that son of a bitch, right? But what if like, I voted? Eh, I'm with you, eh. but what if I voted for the other person? You well, can still complain. Yeah, well, you can still say, like, that's, that's, <laughs> the the that's the advantage of having a microphone all to yourself on a stage <laughs> yes. is you, you don't have also, to go. Isn't it kind of weird he goes on that bit about how voting isn't doesn't do anything, but then he tells you that if you voted, you're, then it's your fault? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get it's the bit, but also nah, that's yeah. a good, uh, situational that's a good irony. Voting doesn't matter, but if everything goes to shit, it's your fault because you yeah, voted, cause for, you the voted guy. for the guy. Right, right, right. So uh, I thought it didn't do anything. So, so but it doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah, still your fault. Point. So, all right. So, what else did you want to tease out of there? Uh, that was that was that really was the one of the bigger ones. I wasn't. Uh, I, I didn't necessarily agree with it, other than from a comedic standpoint. I I get it. It is funny. But from a it real mean, life standpoint, it, I mean, I've got family members. They were, you know, they were frustrated. 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 Yeah. R is silent. And, a, uh, that's, that's, that's East Texas English, Travis. Yes. Uh, you might not be familiar with that. <laughs> and uh, they didn't vote. They felt like that was their way of saying, you know, F you to the well, whole thing. Well, hey. Congressmen get to vote present. You know, I yeah. mean, they like like people in Congress can decide not to vote on something, and they vote they vote present, which just means I was present for the vote and I didn't vote. I didn't have a yay or a nay. I mean, I don't. I I think it's. I don't think it's. Um, so that's think, an interesting point. Yeah, I don't. No, I, I think there's a difference between saying I never vote because it never matters, and saying in this particular case I chose not to vote. Well, in this particular case, the not voting, the, where I do not agree on the not voting was they didn't care for the presidential candidates. 
but my argument was there's a lot more you're voting more on for the, on the ballot, right? On the yeah. ballot than yeah. just the presidents. I mean, yeah. don't vote on it. Write in somebody's name. I don't care. Yeah. But there's other things closer to the house that are probably could impact you, like a 28 year old county judge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's done so well too. She's, She's really. I, I really we haven't could. heard. We haven't heard from her lately. I uh, know she uh, cussed at oh, uh, Adrian Garcia the other day. Oh, did that she? Had her, she said a bad word. She did. She and refuses to apologize. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It was interesting. Trevor's finding it. Yeah. Hidalgo, Lena yeah, Hidalgo. Lena Hidalgo. Lena Hidalgo says something bad. She seems so sweet, though. She does seem sweet, and and she's so well spoken, being a career academic. Um, she's one of those that, you know, she was out marching about, you know, eight years ago. She's out marching and waving a flag and got a bullhorn, and then the next thing you know, she's here. I mean, that's kind of the American dream, right there. Yeah. Except Rather than going yeah, business, yeah. she's not even from here. She's going, yeah. She's yeah. Now look, yeah, it works out well for her. Um, are we yeah. gonna see? So she curses him out. Yeah. Th- so, but, but there's an interesting. But you're making a good point here, which is, uh, I think you. I don't know. I don't. Is it's, it working? He's, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's not, not working. It's not that great. It was, it's I mean, not that great. She, she drops an f bomb. It doesn't. Oh, I can't believe I missed ref- it. I'll look it up later. Um, it was impactful. Uh, but um, no, we are not going to explore moving this program to the DA. You're putting these interrupters at risk. So if, if we're going to do that, we need to take a vote on it because I don't want the interrupters to be watching this and fearing that they can't do their jobs because then they're going to be the ones that get shot. And if my colleagues want to put this in in the the district attorney's office and the sheriff's office, let's take a vote. And let's be on the record who wants it to go where. So that I can then go explain to my community what else we're doing because some of us are wrapped around the little finger of a woman who I don't know what the f*** she's threatened you with. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, she made her point. No, she didn't. (laughs) When you you don't know what to say, drop an F-bomb. Yeah, yeah, you're right. She didn't really make her point. She made her... She she had us and then she, she, she lost, lost us. us. Yeah, mm. I like I like the fact that she sounded impassioned though. So she did sound and passionate. I, I think the I think th- well, this would be a good place to wrap up because what a lot of people kind of like your family who said there's an election. I'm only thinking about the president. Most people, if I if I I I guarantee to you if I walk up to the average person on the street and I say, did you vote during the last election? They're not going to think about the midterms. They're not going to think about the locals. They're going to think about the last presidential mm-hmm. election. Mm-hmm. That's what people, But that is where we have the least impact mm-hmm. and where we have the most impact at the local level, at your school board, at your county, uh, whatever. I don't know. It's different states organized in yeah. ways. But, uh, you know, your, with your municipal elections, at your whatever, like that's where, that's where the decisions are made that impact your life the most unless you live in a border town, in which case it's a whole other situation. Mm-hmm. But, but, and that's, that's where I think where the opportunity is and yeah. that's where the least involvement is. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. I, uh, and I tried arguing that and yeah. it, didn't, it didn't go over for whatever reason. So they, so like, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. doesn't matter. Fustated and then. Fustated, yeah. I mean, we, left. we saw that during 
Okay, I have to be careful how I say this. So, a couple of years ago, there was this thing going on that was impacting everybody's life a lot and causing, you know, restrictions on movement <laughs> and and different <laughs> yeah and and different people in different places were dealing with it in different ways and and here in our geographical area depending on whether you lived north or south of spring creek so if you're in montgomery county or you were in harris county the experience that you had was very different oh. based on how your county leadership yes. was handling the situation yes so without saying whether one was good or bad the point is it was different like yes. the people who lived north of spring creek right mm -hmm. So in one county, we're having a different experience. Talking about where they could go to a bar, yeah, and have could, a drink. They could do a lot of things, yeah, <laughs> during but, a period of time when others couldn't. Right, and again, without without arguing for the better or worse of either one, the point is that the output. Going back to your point about the output was different depending yes. on who was in charge. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, we got there. We came around. I think we came, that's it. All the way around. I think ultimately, what we're saying is, voting does matter. You can make change, um, in some some in greater instances than others. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You talk about the. Uh, I know we're getting close to wrapping it up, but the it's interesting that the president gets so much. I mean, it makes sense why, but the. The elected president or the election of the president is what has all the headlines, everything you need to know. And then you go and you go to, you get to the ballot and it's 48 pages long. And you're like, who the hell are these people? I don't even know. I don't even know this. It's hard to find these. I don't even know if this is. You needed a guy here. Like, I would have raised my hand. Right. <laughs> oh, and by the way. If I had known this was elected, like, why not? Sure. And, and by the way, you can't take your phone into the bow, into the polling. Yeah. So you can't even be there. I going like, like that rule every time. You can't be like, care. oh, let me look this guy up because I don't know what or this woman. Like, you know, you can't. You're just. Have you found that your voting center are kind of Nazi-esque older women and men? <laughs> That maybe even a little <laughs> Gestapo in there where Gestapo. they don't play games. No, they're and serious. They will jump in your ass. They're in a heartbeat. serious. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's always the one idiot Gestapo that does it. probably know. the better. Uh, yeah. Uh, Holly likes women jumping in his ass. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I enjoy watching they're, it. From they're time serious. To they're no, not. Yeah, they take it very serious. Yeah. It's yeah. fun to watch. I yeah. mean, it's like. If they tell you to go this way, you got to go that way. I kind of like that World War II pride that the country had where if they told you you're doing this for our, our troops, they're out there like they're, you know, they're hitting a hammer on the, the right, license right. plate. They're like, my boys need to know that this is car 72 or whatever. Right. <laughs> I mean, it was. <laughs> I got through this whole thing without. So as I mentioned, I was shaking off a cold this weekend, and uh, I got this far without. I'm trying not to laugh because yeah. I'm going to go into a coughing fit. But yeah, well, I don't want you I, to do I that. I think uh, I think uh, I think you might be onto something there, uh, and and maybe maybe that's. I mean, but that gets into a whole other thing, which is it is not hard to vote. Like I, I you know, 
and I don't know, I can only, I've been in Texas my whole adult life. Yeah. It's, it's never been. So when you look up the reasons of why, why people don't vote, you know, most of it's not all the deep philosophical stuff that we've been talking about. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, there's a long line mm-hmm. and I, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, we didn't even go there. Yeah. We but, didn't even touch on that. Yeah, because that's like, that's like trivial shit. The fact is I've never had to stand in a long line or. or um, Let me ask you this, though. Uh, Are you able to have the freedom of kind of going in and out like you drive by and you're like, uh, no, not today. And then and it's like 10 in the morning or. I think about those because I'm the same way. I can drive by. I work from home, so True. I can yeah, check out. I can check out a nine in the morning. Like no, yeah, I'll come back. These tomorrow. people are idiots. And then you can come back the next day. Whereas if it's difficult for you to get off work and you only have a slight True. window, right, right, right? Maybe you're a single mom, kids at home. You do shift work. You're right, doing shift you work, right? I could see where I, it would be easier for me to pass up a vote. If it were you know, a that's pain in my ass, that's an excellent point. Yeah, if I gotta, and if I feel like it, it does, it's not gonna, it doesn't matter anyway. Like, I don't think it has anything to do with voter ID. I think it has to do with how big of a pain in the ass yeah. is it for you to go vote. I, I, I mean, the the ID thing to me just, I just don't <laughs> get it. I just don't get it. I looked it up. I, I did some. I went to, um, I went to a couple different sites trying to understand the argument of why why are we pushing this and it really just falls flat for me in every area and it's it just doesn't i don't understand yeah it's how this is the only reason why you would the only reason why you would be against requiring identification to vote there's only two reasons one is because you're just mindlessly bought into some ideology that doesn't make any sense or two, because you'd really like to get a lot of people into the polls that aren't supposed to be there for whatever reason. Travis got something. You're leaning in. It's all to distract you from the voter manipulation that's taking place. Oh, so you know, we're gonna have to cut it off now. We're never gonna get. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. I, I mean, and by the way, uh, we were the same people who are against identification to vote are for identification to buy guns and the same and vice versa you know you look at that both ways right yeah. so i mean people um you know people just sort of tailor that whole identification thing people tailor to their own interests and you know oh yeah absolutely i don't i don't yeah, really the argument that i saw was essentially um it discriminates against those that are in poverty uh, because the average person, you know, it costs a bus ride of X amount of dollars. They lose this amount of money to get, you know, off work to go get the ID and, you know, stand in line and all that good stuff. And uh, they already have an ID. They already have, they already an, have ID. Well, an ID. I've seen the the only uh experiments i've seen people conduct where they like actually go out into these poorer towns and ask them about how accessible an identification is the only experiments of that i've seen have been 
have resulted in them saying, oh, yeah, no, it's the DMV right there on 7th Street. Yeah, 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 right they all know. Right here, right. whatever. Yeah, they go out. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen it go the other way. Do you have an ID? Yeah, of course I have an ID. Do you have, you, there's so many things in life that you have to have that for. Yeah. Like, why pick? I got some ID for you right between my legs. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh. See, now we got to. We're going to have <laughs> yeah. to cut it off. Now YouTube's definitely. Pull it out for you. Yeah. No, that part they wouldn't have any trouble with. That'd be all right. All right. Are we done? Is that it? We've got to get you out of here. Any other? Uh, any? Uh, did we get it all? I think we got it all. I think so. So I think. So what you've con- you've convinced me that I should keep voting. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because it's like the placebo effect. It makes me. <laughs> at the, yeah, at a minimum, it's going to make you feel at, good. At, at a minimum, it's, that's important. It's going to make me feel good. <laughs> On Judgment Day, you can say, "Hey, you know, I did, I did my part. I voted. I yeah. voted. That's it." I, I, I do. There is also just part of the American. You know, it's psyche built in. You know, I mean, it's yes. part of who we are and what we're what we do. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, as soon as we, as soon as we collectively agree that voting isn't real, then what will happen? I do think it would be interesting. Like, if you could get, you couldn't get the whole country to do this, but let's say you could get like your whole county. To stay home, like like, what if nobody voted? <laughs> I'm sure somebody would win. Probably the person you don't want to win. Like, have you ever seen the movie Vice? With um, and it's about uh, what's his nuts the <laughs> the <laughs> Warber Halliburton Dick, oh, Ch- Dick Cheney Dick Cheney. And in the movie, it's a good movie. I do. It was much better than I thought it was going to be, and much different than I thought it would be. But in the movie, it's kind of he's running down this course of his manipulation of both, you know, George Jr. and just his his power and control that he has. He's running down his course, right? He's yeah. doing this thing, and then he says in the movie, "It just like," and then all of a sudden, it ends because they lost. Um, the administration lost. Right. The vote went another way. And that's kind of stood out to me a little bit on the power of the vote. I mean, I realize it's a movie and it's for theatrics and all that, but there is a sense of change that will happen in an administration, whether at local government or federal government, by voting. So I think to come back around, yeah, yeah. vote. Yeah, yeah, vote. Go vote. Go vote. All right, it's not, it's not I mean, and we do have some, do we have elections coming up? Let's see. This is June. What do we got in? What do we got this November? No, we're pretty excited right now about 2024. I 2020, think. Yeah, I think so, that's all so we're, we're talking coming, about. We are coming into the the campaign season. God, what a long year and a half it's. It gonna is going to be a long year and a half, but um, it's There's already like, what 74 uh, Republican nominees. <laughs> <That's laughs> the latest 74, 75, whatever it takes. Um, it's the entertainment value is going to be high. I think it will be. I think the entertainment if, value is going to be high, and and I I don't know when the last time this was, the incumbent president is not running unchallenged, like there's a like there's a primary. Yeah, yeah, uh, Robert F. Kennedy. Yeah, and uh, somebody else, whatever that woman's name is, I forget. 
Oh, I see what you're saying. So I had it reversed on what you're saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so people are running against. Yes, in the that same doesn't usually party. happen. I know. People so are going back to your party comment earlier. Yeah, yeah. Like they're like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta but do something. This doesn't here. work. <laughs>